the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, folks. At 12.06 on this Monday, it is August 30th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Listen, remember, you can always listen online at the website depetro.com where we have the headline it's up on the website De- hold on i just had it it's up on the website depetro.com our top story mckee chief of staff is out tony silva is out the chief of staff and that is uh, just coming down i'm going to talk about that folks this portion of the program is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And they have so many different specials that I want to share. And I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. But also, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by State Towing Service. Auto sales and repair, 24-hour towing. Call them today. 24-hour towing, state towing service, 401-331-0925, located 380 Valley Street in Providence for state towing service. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Uh, You just find the page. It's John DePietro Show. This is um, very significant, to say the very least. And I do want to credit, it was, um, in fact, it was, well, you know, as much as I said that, um, in some ways, it was the, I'll throw the Providence Journal in there as well, the reporting, but this is very significant that the chief of staff, Tony Silva with the governor's office, has now, in fact, um, you know, they're saying he's, he's retiring or whatever the statement is that the, the governor put out, uh, but it's, you know, uh, the, the basically what they're trying to say. And the, the operative word there is trying to say governor's state retirement of the chief of staff. Folks, the whole thing is when he came to the cliff, you know, Tony and I reached a mutual agreement's best interest for him to retire from state government. I mean, none of it makes sense. None of it is good, by the way. And <clears throat> I'm trying not to uh, pile on here or uh, take undue shots at the Piquet administration, but... You could certainly make an argument that this has been a textbook example of how not to ha- not to handle, not to handle a political scandal of this nature. How not to handle it that way, and even just you know you can go to um, this whole business of well, and, and I'll walk through why. But let, let's just start with some basics. You know, if he's walking the plank, why wasn't this done? Friday, like this is an announcement Friday at five o'clock, right? The, the news dump of the Friday and then that's the news over the weekend. It's a summer weekend. It kind of, you know, there was a lot of news over the weekend as far as the horrendous hurricane that's taking place down in New Orleans. Plus, then you have the whole, you know, situation with the embarrassment of Biden yesterday at the airport, which was just gut wrenching and so sad. With our uh, brave heroes that made the ultimate sacrifice. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what you don't do. 
let's just say Kennedy School of Government at Harvard. One of the things they would say is you don't make an announce you don't make an announcement on a Monday before eleven o'clock that your chief of staff is is retiring. Now that means that something happened over the weekend. I'm going to tell you what I think it is. This is uh, Tony Silva. And I want to give credit to, uh, it was Tim White that, happy that that's going to happen got him last week. It'll bring um, a fresh perspective to what's been going on. I haven't done anything wrong. Any thought at all to stepping aside pending the outcome of the investigation? Absolutely not. Why not? Yeah. Tim, I've done nothing wrong. This is, um, you know, it's, it's what happens when you work at the State House. Yeah, now think of that. That was Thursday, and now he's already out of there, right? And I'm looking at some of the headlines. McKee plans to keep Tony Silva in place as his chief of staff while he's investigation. No leave of absence. Now, I, I don't understand this at all. The, the no, you know, so you don't do a leave of absence. Um, he also called on, I, I'm going to tell you what I've heard. And then I'll, I'll explain how this was handled poorly. Um, and Governor McKee's new chief of staff happens to be a guy named Tony from Cumberland. I mean, could we ever venture outside of that? But let me play a little bit of the Channel 12 interview with Tim White that I, I had said last week. I think it kind of sunk us. It's what happens when you work at the State House. We caught up with Governor Dan McKee's chief of staff today. He gave his first interview about a land controversy that is now under investigation. Target 12 investigator Tim White spoke with Tony Silva as he left the State House today and is here now with the exclusive interview. Tim? Mike and Kim, less than 24 hours after Governor McKee told us he determined Silva did not abuse his position, the governor called on the attorney general and state police to investigate Silva's actions out of what he says is an abundance of caution. Tony Silva, chief of staff to Governor Dan McKee, has been under mounting scrutiny after the Department of Environmental Management reversed its decision and gave Silva's family the green light to develop this narrow piece of wetlands in Cumberland. Tony. You got a second for us? Oh. Thank you. We met up with Silva Wednesday as he, he left the state. He should have drove house. away. Your reaction to the uh -huh. AG uh, state police investigation? No, I welcome it. I you think you, absolutely. Anyone who, anyone who knows me and knows my career, that probably includes you as well, knows the type of person I am. Um, I'm, I'm actually happy that that's going to happen uh, because terrible it'll bring um, a fresh perspective uh -huh. to what's been going on. I haven't done anything wrong. Text messages and emails obtained by Target 12 show Silva repeatedly reached out to Cumberland Mayor Jeff Mutter about the property, even meeting with him on March 31st, oh. nearly a year after Silva told Target 12 he had given up his financial interest in the land. Any second thoughts about trying to intervene in Cumberland and the optics of that? Tim, let me make it perfectly clear to you. I didn't intervene in anything. Oh. Not even at the town level? I have absolutely not. Never. Ever. 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 That is not what Tony Silva does. Mayor Mutter Third might person. disagree with you. He's, well, he, he, he called the governor and said he was concerned about the conversation. So if you didn't intervene, why would he be concerned? I have a lot of respect for Mayor Mutter. Mm -hmm. The discussion I had for him was out of concern for him. Oh, yeah. If he misinterpreted it. Protected him. I'm, 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 I'm sorry about that. You know, folks, this, for what, what's frightening is this will be what, what's frightening is that the Governor McKee did not, you know, you can't keep having like the, the moving, bouncing ball, which is what this has been. <clears throat> First, Governor McKee took his took him at his word. Then some more information trickled out. 
Then Governor McKee said, you know, and this was dramatic, but you go back to the problem with Bud Craddock, who's his head of the DMV, who basically was running a brothel and got caught for the second time. So with that situation, Governor McKee said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have the state police and attorney general <clears throat> investigate the head of the DMV, Bud Craddock, on these allegations that he was running a brothel and got caught for the second time. Well, the problem with that, <clears throat> once you go down that road, every time something goes wrong, the expectation is you already said kind of what a policy is, which is you get the state police involved <clears throat> and you get the attorney general involved, which is not a good thing because they don't work. They certainly don't work slow, uh, quickly. I'll say that as someone that has followed First of all, no one works slower than the FBI. I mean, that much we know. If it's the statute of limitations is seven years, they basically pick up the file when it's like six years in and, and three months. And it's like, hey, the statute of limitations coming up. We better start to, you know, look into this. It's only in the movies in Hollywood that you see, you know, FBI agents, midnight, this other stuff. I'm just saying my experience has been... <clears throat> You know, you have to be cautious if you're ever approaching the FBI office, say, around 458, 459. Because when that, you know, when that clock strikes five, boom, you may get, like, knocked over. They don't exactly, it's only in the, the movies. How long do we have on this? Statue of limitations is how long? Well, you know, they just kind of go and talk about, like, a puttering pace. State police do not move quickly. So look at this, Craddock's gone the whole summer, he's still under investigation. I'm not saying that's fair, by the way. And I understand, you know, the importance of wanting to have a <clears throat> thorough investigation. But then you just start to wonder, like, how long do these things take? But this situation with Governor McKee, <clears throat> the line kept changing. Now, here's the inside, and I want to tell you what I've heard. And folks, again, I do want to remind you, this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Right now, fall is on the way. Homegrown fall mums and kale, 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10, 12-inch hanging mums, oriental peppers, straw. I tell you, they're having a great season. I'm not surprised. Stop it and see them. Rhode Island's number one garden center is calling your name. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, where they also have delicious farm-fresh corn, zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, cucumbers, Look for them on Facebook right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. Shop local. They're open seven days a week. Family-run business. Steve, Debbie, Junior, Byron, PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Now, the situation with Governor McKee. Now, I was there last Tuesday, and I asked about uh, Tony Silva, his chief of staff, with the no-show job. And what did Governor McKee say at that time? Well, I wouldn't consider it a no-show job. You know, he's very valuable to have. What happens? Two days later, or three, whatever, boom, he resigns from his no-show job in Cumberland. Now, what I have heard, what I have heard is in this particular situation, there's several different factors involved. And I want to be very clear with you. You need to understand this. <clears throat> this is the governor's chief of staff. This is a very, very powerful position. Folks, you can't have any element of conflict of interest misuse in the office. We're not talking about, you know, trying to lean on someone to get 
good seats for PCURI at the dunk, right? Or trying to get a low-numbered plate. We're talking about strong-arming someone in order to try to look to make a quick buck. He obviously fancies himself a businessman. The good news for Tony Silva, now he can test it out. But as soon as you heard, I'll tell you some things that what I've heard. And that is that his story with DEM has started to unravel. DEM initially was saying, yeah, he didn't pressure us to, to change that. I, I'm just telling you, I have heard the DEM now. Folks, the state police attorney general, when they enter, it changes the dynamic dramatically. There's a big difference where the governor says, hey, was it you guys? You you were the ones that decided to change the situation with the wetlands? Yeah, yeah, it was us. And Tony did no, no, not at all. <clears throat> and it was your idea to not have a public hearing on it? Yeah, yeah, that was our idea. Oh, all right. I just wanted to make sure. Big difference between that and you're sitting across the table from the state police and some from the attorney general's office. Who many times want to remind you, you know, it's against the law get in trouble for lying to the police. Someone else may change their story. I have heard the DM story started to unravel, right? Big difference. And then one, once Governor McKee, you know, th- this was starting to be told to him. And what I was told is the story that Silva told him kept, as they say, evolving. Well, are you sure you didn't say that? Did you say that to the mayor? I don't I don't think so. Well, yesterday you said you definitely didn't say that. Well, I may I may have inferred that, but I you know, folks, the bottom line here at 1220 on this Monday, and you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. <clears throat> I can't again speak enough how dramatic this is that the governor of Rhode Island announces Listen, he can say retirement, but his chief of staff is out, and you you start the week that way, right? Which means something happened over the course of the weekend. You don't. This can't wait till Friday at five o'clock. Like, are you are you kidding me? You send out a press release at ten forty six on Monday morning. Now, I'm not trying to be mean here because I like the people in the governor's office. Some of them that I've gotten to know, I like them. I respect them. I'm certainly not trying to, boom, you know, push down like you'd watch Hogan's Heroes and they blow up a bridge. But there's, there's um, obviously something happened over the weekend. You know, last Tuesday, Tony Silva had Governor McKee's full, full confidence and on Thursday, Wednesday, actually, I don't remember now, but Channel 12 caught up with him as he was leaving the state house. And Governor McKee announced he was he was going to have a, uh, a state police investigation into his chief of staff and with the attorney general. And to me, that didn't go that well. Um, you know, I've been asking who came up with those talking points. Now, someone said, well, I think he did. Um, if that's the case, you know, never, ever, when they start going third person, folks, it's lights out. But I have heard that things started to develop 
that Governor McKee was either unaware of or was given a certain spin on. That's a problem. These guys are very tight. They work together as mayor, as um, chief of police of Cumberland. And then he has been with Governor McKee since Lieutenant Governor's office. They've worked together daily. Silver drove him around seven years, and then they finally reached the office of governor. But here's the bottom line that I think Governor McKee recognized that Silva had basically involved the governor into a criminal probe. That's a deal breaker. Governor McKee, he's going to have to answer questions. Why would he not have to answer questions? Who's going to be his attorney? You're going to walk into a meeting with the state police and the attorney general's office and not have a lawyer with you? Who would do that? No one would do that. Is this a lawyer from his office? Does he have to hire a criminal lawyer? I remember that when word leaked out that CNC had called Richard Egbert, just wanted to pick his brain on a few things. Kicking the tires might might need your help on something. I'm just curious. Do you think blah, blah, blah? Is that the type of case they can make? These are the questions they're asking. Next thing you know, Egbert's representing him. Next thing you know, Mayor Cianci put his house up for sale for fear that they were going to seize it. That the FBI was going to seize his house on Power Street, which was a fantastic house, by the way. Um, overlooking, you know, a perfect spot, overlooking the hill. He, uh, excuse me, like right coming down College Hill, surveying the city. He used to like to entertain there, and then he moved himself into the Biltmore. Um, my point is, folks, we have seen this before. As I've told people, I've kind of seen this story before a little bit. But make no mistake about it. What they're alleging with Tony Silva enters into criminal activity. He may not. He obviously doesn't think it was. And maybe the lines got blurred. But that's certainly, you know, you're misusing your office. Again, I, I'm not saying I'm saying there's the potential he could be charged with either extortion or some kind of coercion, definitely misuse of office, some other things that were said, enough that it worried the mayor who picked up the phone. I, I don't see any scenario where Governor McKee is not testifying here, or at the very least being questioned. Let me say that. Uh, but what is very damaging for the governor is this has been, right, the line just keeps moving. Call it like moving the goalpost. Um, you know, one minute, I've looked into it, there's nothing there. He kept saying, I haven't seen anything that shows undue influence with DEM. Now, what I have heard is Silva's story with DEM is starting to unravel. That's what I've heard. Because it was, listen, this is the thing of like, I was born at night, but not last night. This thing is 95% wetlands. DEM always does a public hearing. People in the neighborhood come out, if somebody's opposed to something, they can gather signatures, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, DM announces we're going to grant, they can build on it, and there's no public hearing. Well, what I have been told is now it was Silva that was spearheading that no public hearing. And, and as I said, there's a big difference of Governor McKee says, hey, I'm just curious. Did were you guys, who's I, you're okay with the, yeah, we're okay with it. Big difference between that, keep it casual. And suddenly state police say we'd like to go through the chain of events, you know, as they happened. 
and and maybe if you like, you can bring a lawyer with you. Folks, when the lawyers enter the picture, the dynamic changes dramatically, tremendously. But there's nothing good about this because, and, and just to rewind the clock, and again, good afternoon. It's 1226. It's Sean DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon, everybody tuning in on our live stream on Facebook Live. You know, let, let's just rewind the clock. If you're Governor McKee, you don't want to find yourself where you are today, right? If he was going to do this, number one, you don't announce a state police attorney general investigation, number one. Number two, you don't step forward and say, you know, I've looked into this and I just don't see anything there. That's number two. Number three, you don't have Silva go on with Tim White and say, uh, you can trust Tony Silva and speak in the third person and say, I've done nothing wrong. Number four, you don't wait, let Friday come and go. What are Fridays in the summertime's for? Dumping bad news. It's called the Friday afternoon news dump. It's taught in any PR class 101. And then number five or six, wherever we are, you don't announce on a Monday before 11 o'clock that your chief of staff is, quote, retiring. Huh. And now who's running your administration? Another guy named Tony from Cumberland. You know, I put on Twitter, this would be like if the Red Sox only drafted players from New England or Massachusetts. What would the Red Sox look like if the starting nine were only guys from Boston. What would the Patriots look like? The Celtics, the Bruins. Governor McKee, here's just a thought, free advice from Juan that I want to throw to you. You are allowed to hire people who have not lived in Cumberland, just so we're clear. Tony and I reached a mutual agreement, best interest for him to retire from state government effective immediately. Now notice he didn't even put him on administrative leave. I thank him for his many years of public service, accomplishments, leadership, Cumberland Police Chief, Cumberland Deputy Emergency Management Director, Director of the Rhode Island Municipal Police Academy, Rhode Island Department of Motor Vehicles Administrator, and my Chief of Staff, Lieutenant Governor and Governor. Right now, his situation a distraction from the critical work we have ahead. Well, I appreciate Tony understands to remove the distraction. So we can continue. So, well, the fact of the matter is, folks, it was a distraction last week. This has been like, you know, death by a thousand cuts. It's just been a drip. And the Providence Journal came up with a good piece of information that he was claiming um, Tony Silva, Governor McKee's chief of staff, was claiming income from a non-existent company. Like, it's just getting worse. And I want to be very clear. This is not a matter of... This is going to discourage people from running for office. Well, first of all, he's not running for office. He's serving as the chief of staff. And it goes beyond he forgot to list his interest in this piece of land. He was trying to hide his interest in this piece of land. And where he really started to get aggressive was once they got the governorship. Then it became, now I can ram this thing through. And he and his son would take the parcel of land. I would think, I've heard his son lives on a beautiful piece of property and home. So they take this piece of land in Cumberland and you throw up a house. Let's just say it costs you 150000 to build or 200000 to build. Let's say that. Well, 
help in this tight real estate market. That house, let's say 200000 He and the son could probably flip it for six, six fifty, maybe, depending how desperate somebody is. Um, and so the, the two of them put up 100000 each, and then they walk away with three fifty. make a quick 200 each at least. So that's a problem. That's a problem. I believe that was the game plan. And once he became the governor's chief of staff, not lieutenant governor, then that's when things went green light. Now, governor, former Governor Raimondo is laughing over this. But this is, make no mistake about it, for this to happen, it's very dramatic. Because these two were as tight as can be. He was his right-hand guy. They had worked together in Cumberland as mayor and chief of police. He had chief of staff, a lieutenant governor, chief of staff of the governor, former chief of police, ran the registry. So this is nothing small. And this is really bad for candidate McKee, who next September, right about this time next year, I would imagine would be in the final stretch of the Democrat gubernatorial primary against Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia, General Treasurer Seth Magazina, and supposedly Mayor of Providence, Mayor Lorza, who notice has just gone flying under the radar. He's trying to just stay out of the headlines. There's nothing good about this story for Governor McKee. If anything, everything about it is bad. From the way it was handled, to the announcement of the investigation, to the announcement of he wasn't going to put him on leave, to trying to let him go out there and defend himself with Channel 12, to letting Friday come and go, nothing good. Because the investigation stays. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Jay Freitas Construction Dextaining. Jamie came to my home. He did a fantastic job. I put the before and afters on Facebook. He's the real deal. Strongly encourage you to call him. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. Now, he did our deck. Looks brand new. Deck staining. Maybe you could do your walkway, patio. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. On Facebook, and then the website is jamiespowerwash.com. I'll tell you, he is, he works fast. He is professional. He is, uh, you know, a joy to deal with. He is wildly efficient. He is dependable. I have so much respect for the guy. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. His work is tremendous. Power washing, deck staining, pressure washer, vinyl siding, remove the dirt, mold, mildew, bugs. Uh, he does it all. And then he also does, you know, home repairs. Odd jobs, drywall, handyman, Mr. Fix-It painting. I have a lot of respect for him. Jamie's Bar Wash. Look for him on Facebook or you call him 401-837-4545. But folks, again, the story on Tony Silva, we have several of them. They're on the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Remember, storm damage, water damage. I'll tell you who could use them are the people of New Orleans. S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, a direct link at the website, petro.com 
2700 storm damage, water damage, also fire, smoke damage. Soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. Call them 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700 for Soul Source Restoration. So, folks, again, at 1234. Now, I will talk about the situation with President Biden, who at this point, I talked about it a little bit last hour. Um, you know, now everybody and the media doesn't seem to be defending him. The media seems to be on top of it. The media now is, in fact, reporting the situations of uh, just just how bad it is. And as I was mentioning, folks, it's kind of, you know, anyone that has dealt with um, someone older, they sometimes blurt out things that they should not. They reveal things they should not. They lose their train of thought. And what we have right now with President Biden seems to be basically, um, it's like a teleprompter president. What they were able to do is prep him, prop him, prep him up, uh, get him out there, and then have him read the teleprompter. But they have to walk him through every step of the way. And what's so unfair to the, the United States folks, and what's so unfair to us and all of us, is the fact that that's still the person. Then who's making the decisions? It's either Ron Klain, his chief of staff, or it's First Lady Jill Biden, right? Someone, his inner circle, are making the decisions. And I have no reason to believe that's going to end anytime soon. As I've said, I know some people say they are warming it up and Kamala's going to take. She's not. That's not what they're looking for. They have the power. They have the Oval Office. They have Air Force One. Jill Biden likes being First Lady. They're not going anywhere. If anything, I predict he could be. To me, he would be a president who may die in office. And I don't mean that, you know, I'm not wishing the president any ill will. But anyone that thinks they're just warming it up for her and everything else. I don't know who the we they are because it's just it's just not happening. Um, He is not leaving. No, I'm seeing Nelly Gorbiel, excuse me, the pop. On. It's unacceptable for local government to be pressured by those in power for private gain. Silva stepping down is the right call for the state. Still, what did the governor know? When did he know it? This is a total pile-on by Gorbia. And But uh, this is a completely self-inflicted wound by Governor McKee. Now, um, and now even she's using the line, I know a guy politics. So now I'm told, folks, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by, it's, remember, it's Coogie. Uh, now is the time. If you've thought of getting central air, they also offer, it's RE Coogie and Heating 24 Emergency Service, Call them today, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Heating, cooling, plumbing, look for them on Facebook. 
And also the website is recooganheating.com. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Folks, visit the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. Winner, Rhode Island Monthly, several categories, comfort, food, cocktails. Here's what I'm inviting you to do. Pop in and see Shane and his crew at the Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Safe parking. Uh, look for them on Facebook. And the website is thecenterdale.com. But stop in for a drink, for a meal, appetizer, nice cocktail, Centerdale Revival. So Governor McKee had an event. And obviously now at the event, of course, the media wants to ask him because I, I just don't remember the last time. And I'm trying not to be unfair here, but this, I mean, this to, to have this type of an announcement on a Monday before 11... All due respect, but it's real amateur hour. Um, here's Governor McKee on Tony Silva stepping down. So uh, with uh, Channel 12. The statement that we put out, joint statement, uh, shows that uh, we recognize the, um, the amount of uh, you know, distraction that's going on right now. Uh, it's clear. I mean, all you have to do is, all you have to do is look at the, the newspapers or you know, listen to any of the media. It's a, and we, and Tony's professional. He understands that uh, that distraction can't get in the way of us recovering on the COVID, making people keeping people healthy. Uh, you know, keeping our economy going. And uh, and and today, a number of our schools are going to be opening up uh, going forward in the next couple of weeks. So our focus is going to be on those areas right now. Well, the question is though, like what when when it, like all of a sudden, what something happened over the weekend? What suddenly now it's a distraction? Now it's a distraction, mutual agreement. Listen, Silva had no choice. Silva had no choice. Um, what? Something transpired. Something transpired. What happened? Senior Deputy Chief of Staff Antonio Afonso, Tony Jr., will take over as Chief of Staff. Kathy Gregg writes, my perception of the outside is Afonso's been functioning as traditional Chief of Staff since McKee took office. Silva's duties have been unclear. Well, it is now going to become a feeding frenzy on Tony Afonso. Because the real trick now is if you can get him also to step down. Uh, Rhode Island history. Payments from defendants. Antonio Afonso and his firm, Moses Afonso Ryan. So he's a big law firm guy. Is the first state that's recovered its lawsuit against people, law firms, financial advisors who crafted the 38, million, um, 38 studios loan. So he is definitely an insider, but there's nothing positive about this with Governor McKee. And, folks, the more that this thing became unwound a little bit, um, the more that it became unwound, the more every time that the media was coming up with something else, I have a feeling that Governor McKee was not fully up on it. Uh, but this business of a distraction, well, when you announced that the state police and attorney general are going to investigate, it was going to be a distraction. When you would not put him on leave of absence, it was a distraction. So he could have put him on leave of absence. He chose not to do that. So there's something, something developed. And maybe Governor McKee said, let's think about it over the weekend. I, I would tend to think, and I'm hearing that the two men met. 
and Governor McKee realized that the jig was up, that there was going to be more coming out on that. And I saw Ted Nisi also even put that he is the um, second, let's see, I think the shortest chief of staff for a governor. I'll tell you what else, folks, and I, I don't say this um, lightly, but this... Um, Tony Silva becomes the shortest tenured chief of staff to a newly inaugurated governor since 1991. Ed Wood lasted only 79 days as a top aide to Governor Sundland. So um, the, the fact of the matter is with Silva, who's very, very well known in the northern part of the state, um, th- this is very damaging to Governor McKee. But the, the fact of the matter is I'm not sure that, that this... This kind of maybe stops the bleeding a little bit, but, and this certainly starts to kind of put it off, but you have to then wonder, and I think it's a very fair question, you know, the governor's saying it's becoming a distraction. A uh, couple, couple notes on that. If you remember, when Governor McKee first took over and he did the interview on Newsmakers with Ted Nisi and Tim White, one of the things they asked him, what has surprised you the most? And he said, the media. And... When we speak with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, Dan McGowan said he was very concerned, or Governor McKee, his perception is becomes very concerned about how he's written about and talked about, and, and understandably so, but many times there are other people that just completely dismiss it. But it doesn't really add up as far as it was becoming a distraction. It's a Monday. You could say it's a new week, and we've dealt with it, we're investigating it, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But something happened. It could be, and I think we'll learn over the next couple of days, but obviously what I'm being told is some things developed that Governor McKee learned that he didn't know prior to this. Now, unfortunately for Rhode Island Governor, former Mayor of Cumberland, Dan McKee, he kind of went to the mat for Silver on this. He said, I've checked him out. He's solid. He's not going anywhere. He's been very helpful to us. He's my guy, very loyal. That's it. Tell you what, we're going to do an investigation to clear him because we did it with Craddock. By the way, I think Craddock is next. Uh, but I don't. I think that could be more of a Friday thing, head of the DMV. Um, but this, there's no way, there's nothing good about it. But what's worse about it, what's worse about it is it really shows... Um, well, as I said, you know, last, you don't order an investigation if you're going to do this. You don't have him go out and talk to Channel 12 like that, and you let Friday come and go. He let Friday come and go. This could have been the new week. He's out and said you start the week with the resignation. It's announcement. So it also <clears throat> leads us to believe that something else is going to come out. Um, that they are not out of the woods here, that there's more information that could come out. I'm hearing the DEM stories unraveling. I'm hearing the Governor McKee is learning more about the conversation between Tony Silva and the mayor of Cumberland, Jeff Mutter. So, and it was the situation, his perception of the situation was getting worse. And then the bottom line of tomorrow, Governor McKee press briefing, I believe... 
Let's see if it's still on tomorrow at 2. But he's going to have to meet with the investigators that he appointed. And the Rhode Island GOP was smart to file that ethics complaint against the chief of staff, which still stays, by the way. And Silva now has been trying to drop the story for a while. We're going to donate the land and blah, blah, blah. And none of it was good. You know, he just kept literally digging himself deeper. But Governor McKee is the governor. I see no reason why he would not have to sit with a representative of the attorney general's office. Might be the attorney general himself, Peter Narona. And the state police and answer questions about his conversations with his now former chief of staff, Tony Silva, and Cumberland Mayor Jeff Mutter. And I would imagine Governor McKee's conversations with DEM on why they approved and suddenly said that this wetlands can be developed. So, and Governor McKee, I'm sure, of course he's not going to like it. And I want to be very clear about something right now at 1240. I'm in no way alleging that Governor McKee didn't, you know, committed any crime. However, I would imagine, and it's, he has every right to be upset, that his chief of staff has involved him in this probe. But he also, he's the one that announced we're going to start a probe of the state police and the attorney general. Um, in hindsight, if he was going to get rid of his chief of staff, Tony Silva, he should have done it before he announces he's going to do this investigation. So a l- lot of self-inflicted mistakes and wounds by the McKee administration here, folks. And I'm being fair. This portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday, and this is Monday. I mean, Governor McKee had a long week last week. This is Monday, and this is going on. I mean it. Who puts out a press release announcing your chief of staff is resigning before 11 o'clock on a Monday morning? I, I, I don't remember. I mean, it, I, I know this is going to sound mean, but it, it just reeks of amateur hour, which means something happened over the weekend. He learned more over the weekend. And what he learned made him less comfortable about the situation. I'm telling you what's happening. Folks, this portion of the show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now, remember, they provide J, letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coatings. J. Perry Paving. Residential, commercial, seal coating, patios. Hey, call them for a free estimate today. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. And whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. J. Perry Paving, letter J, licensed insured contracting company. They meet their needs no matter how big, how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, and there's no one better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 732-1730-401. 732 1730. You can also find them on Facebook. Folks, good afternoon. It's 1249. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. As always, folks, visit the website, 
DePetro.com. Now, you can read some of the other stories that we've had on Governor McKee. You can also um, visit the shop. We have great merchandise that's available. If you ever miss anything, it's available right there on the website, DePetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Great food, tremendous menu. Pop it and see them at the Coesed Inn. I, um, I, I want to touch on, and I, I started to mention this in the 11 o'clock hour, um, where Governor McKee also, first of all, last week was a bad week for the McKee administration. And this business of distraction, and we have a lot to do. He's, he's not wrong in all that, by the way. But, and last Tuesday, at his briefing, that dominated the questions were about his chief of staff, who he was still standing by last Tuesday. He was still standing by him last Tuesday. But something else that comes into play that I think is difficult for Governor McKee, and that is the actions of the president of the United States. As I mentioned last hour, I don't think the McKee people realize that, you know, the talking point of, well, you know, we were on the phone with the White House and President Biden is advising us what to do with the masks. And President Biden is advising us to do, you know, the following when it comes to COVID and da 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 the rest of this stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you want to throw that name around right now because the Bi- team Biden is in complete free fall right now. Complete free fall. And with good reason. You know, more and more people are realizing it's not mean-spirited to say he just doesn't seem up to the job. It's a very demanding job. So, you know, someone in that, he he's, a, he's old for his age. He's gone through a lot. It's been a very stiff decline. This was someone, there are people older than him that seem to have their, listen, it's an exhausting job. It's a high-stress job. It's a high-pressure job. And he right now does not seem to be up to the job. I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he suffers from dementia. I don't think he's delusional. I don't think he's evil the way some people do. But I just don't think he's fully grasping the demands of the job. And it's a very demanding job. And it's gotten more demanding. And as a result of that, we're seeing the catastrophe that's taking place overseas. I'm just seeing right now Boston Globe, Rhode Island Governor Chief of Staff steps down. I'm in Cumberland development controversy. Um, right now, his situation is a distraction from critical work. Again, I want to point out he could have put him on leave. He could have put him on leave until he's cleared. He chose not to do that. And my sources tell me is because more is coming out that the governor was unaware of. That the governor is unaware of. On Wednesday... Attorney General spokesman told the Globe that Nerona had spoke with McKee and State Police um, uh, Colonel Jim Manny and initiated this investigation. So the governor's new chief of staff also has history in Cumberland. Prominent attorney, former law firm Moses Afonso Ryan, reached us now. One of his, if that's Mark Ryan, one of his law partners, that guy is the ultimate. I know a guy. Um, but reached a settlement with the state in the lawsuit having to pay over $4 million due to their work on the $75 million 38 studios. The settlement had come after the Rhode Island Economic Development, known as Commerce, said sued 14 individuals, law firms, institutions, 
Um, he served as bond counsel to the EDC on that. So, but that's that's where he's gone right now. That is where he's gone right now. And Governor McKee is finding that the terrain is shifting very rapidly under him right now. Uh, as far as President Biden, now you have a new disaster. I mean, you have the, the pullout in Afghanistan, and now you have all power off in New Orleans, weeks of darkness, and the looting's already begun. I mean, folks, but again, who thinks he's up to that task, right? And I'm not saying, you know, look what happens. He goes in front of the media, uh, the president, President Biden, and says, well, they told me I'm not supposed to talk about Afghanistan. Um, I, I just don't. It is, uh, it is just basically, you know, he's just not up for it. He is absolutely not up for the task, meaning President Biden. There's still, folks, more fallout. Uh, Attorney General Narona spokesperson, the office of the Rhode Island State Police continued to investigate the matter of Tony Silva. The announcement today has no impact on the investigation, which I didn't think it would. So Tony's exit has no effect on the ongoing investigation. Listen, he's in trouble. Maybe not everyone sees it. Um, that certainly sounds like potential extortion. Uh, trying to misuse his office. I believe he is in trouble. I believe he is very much um, in trouble for that situation, the Cumberland situation. And I know that Tony, Tony Silva is very well known to those in Northern Rhode Island because of the fact he was the chief of police. And according to him, He's been, um, according to Tony Silva, his family, according to him, has been in Cumberland for 100 years. But I'm telling you, this is, um, this is problematic. This is problematic for Governor McKee, who had a very bad week last week and then follows it up with, He's starting off the week with a resignation of his chief of staff. And the media is, you know, rightfully so, kind of going for the throat on this whole thing uh, without question. And then he's also seemingly has more and more like a very unpopular president, even in a state that voted for President Biden. Right. President Biden, if we're to believe Nellie Gorbia and how. The vote went down. She, her statement is that President Biden got 300,000 votes in Rhode Island and President Trump got 200,000. Now, I know that there's been a lot of questions about that, and I think they're very fair questions. Um, I don't think, in fact, that, um, I, I, I don't think that's accurate. Uh, just, I think the vote totals in general were not accurate. I think they were ginned up. And they were, in fact, trying to really give President Biden a big win in Rhode Island, without question. So, um, and that is something that I think next year is a very important year for people to really start to examine the voter rolls, who's making decisions, who's really allowed to vote in the state. 
I think that is something that's going to be, um, and rightfully so, by the way, called into question. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is purchased by Brothers Disposal. Happy Monday, brother. Now offering weekly trash collection services. It's Brother Roland. Call him today. Now, two things. Number one, if you need a purple dumpster in your driveway, call Brothers Disposal, 401 688 And they'll deliver a purple dumpster to your home or business, Brothers Disposal. Now offering weekly trash collection services, 401 688 Call for a free estimate. They also they offer weekly trash collection services. And also, if you need a purple dumpster, either to get rid of unwanted belongings or maybe you're doing a small household construction project, it's Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Good morning, brother. 401-688-0517. You can also find them on Facebook. It's the Purple Dumpster. Listen, clean out your garage. It's so much easier. I had a friend who was like, we made, you know, 28 trips to the dump. I said, "What? that is ridiculous. Brother Roland, Brother's Disposal, they could deliver a dumpster right to your home. You know what easier it is just to go out to the driveway? And folks, they'll deliver it on a Friday. And if you want, take it away on a Monday. Or if you need it for 10 days, Brother's Disposal. Call them today. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. 401-688-0517. It's Monday it's 1259. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, next hour, again, folks, repeating the big breaking news story. Former chief of police in Cumberland, Governor McKee, chief of staff, Cumberland crony, Tony Silva, is gone, has resigned or pushed out. That is the lead story in Rhode Island News today. Governor, chief of staff, is gone. That is... The latest on the situation with President Biden. The Power Hour is next. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour is radio only. Stay with it's us. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 some, some, summertime, 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 summertime,